Gus and Kirby don't exchange Christmas cards. They have little phalanges coming out the side, maybe, you know, swimming along. Maybe light a candle. Just sort of stare into it for for about five minutes. Daniel, my uh, my shoulders haven't been relaxed in 20 years. I got no idea what makes people relaxed. To now, ESPN's just got you climbing up cranes. He was like the Wiley Coyote version of injury. He just kept going and running into things. He got an anvil dropped on him uh, at least twice, and it is tough to recover. I love being patronized, Clint. Thank you for this. This is helpful. I play games all day long with my kids. I'll just keep going. I'll just treat you like you're one of my children. Sure. In Alabama, you probably get one extra DUI. Everybody starts with one on their on their record when you're born in Alabama. You just assume DUI. Welcome to Talking Dogs. I'm Clint. And I'm Daniel. And we're two guys who love UGA sports. One of us is from the South. And one of us is from the West Coast. One of us is a lifelong Georgia fan. One is a more recent convert. But we both share a borderline obsessive, often ridiculous desire to see UGA succeed just like you do. This podcast is a place to talk about the dogs the way you would at a tailgate, in your backyard, or over a drink with your friends. Are we insiders? Nah. Do we have lofty recruiting connections? Nope. We are just two guys who love talking about the dogs, so let's talk. Hello and welcome to episode 33 of the Talking Dogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. And this episode, Clint, as you know, is brought to all of us by the fine folks over at betnow.edu. Clint, why why should people go to (laughs) betnow.edu? I feel like every and, week we tell you guys this, and I don't know how you guys aren't running to get this. Are you deal. listening? It's just are you listening to the podcast? Do, do you just skip the first forty five seconds of the podcast every week? Is that which you shouldn't? Just stop doing that. Yeah, uh, because because it te- I, you think it's too good to be true, but I'm telling you, it's truthful and it's real. Go to betnow.eu, put in dogs100, D-A-W-G-S-100, and every single cent you put in, they will give you, they will match that and deposit it in for you. I know it sounds too good to be true. I know it sounds gimmicky, but it's not. I guarantee you, dogs100 at betnow.eu, and you get yourself some money to play around with with these locks, as well as some that you have learned from us, uh, and you're taking to the bank yourself. Daniel. So people should be doing this immediately. Quick, quick little math quiz for you. Let's say I went to betnow.eu last week when you told me to do this. Yes. Let's say I didn't skip the first 40 seconds of the podcast and I did it. Right. I entered the code dogs 100 and I deposited a thousand dollars into my account. Okay. Okay. Now, how much money do I have in my account? Well, Daniel, I failed math miserably in school, but let me see if I can work this out. If every cent I put in, they match. I put in a thousand dollars, and and every cent is matched. That would mean a thousand more dollars. That would mean mm-hmm. combined, it's two thousand dollars in my account. Now, let's say I took all two thousand of those dollars and I bet them on UGA minus nine point five mm-hmm. against Kentucky. Clint, mm-hmm. how much money do I have now in my account? Uh, I don't. I didn't look at the uh, what the points favorite was. Was it negative one ten or something like that? Yeah, was, uh, there's a little bit of juice in there, but let's just call it even. But but you're, yeah, let's call it. Even. You're getting four K in your account, Daniel. Four K in your account. Hmm. That seems like a decent investment, return on investment, doesn't it? I mean, 
that's that's easily a deposit on your brand new leased vehicle plus first year or so of monthly payments that you got you yourself go. brand new car people you're driving that sob mm. and mm. you don't even you don't even think twice about it you don't even care wind All blowing because of the in fine your folks over at betnow.eu um people guys, by the just, way help daniel out there. because his his idea of a dream car is a sob just so we're all <laughs> Fully aware. That was, just, that was a low-key Seinfeld reference to that, Saab. Which, by the way, was. if if you don't know the Saab episode in Seinfeld, you know what? I'm going to stop stop listening to us and go watch that go watch that TV show right now. We've already was, gotten through the betnow.eu promo, so you can stop listening at this point. You so, good? It's all it's all gravy to us. Um, uh, other ways you could really help help out the podcast by doing that. Other ways you can help out the podcast include giving us a rating giving us a review on iTunes, uh, subscribing to the podcast on iTunes, sharing the podcast with a friend. Um, all of these are things that we greatly appreciate. You guys are the reason that we do the show, and we appreciate yes. you listening and you sharing and you leaving us your feedback on the show. Speaking of the show, it's mm-hmm. Thursday. Mm-hmm. That means it's time for us to get into some locks. It's time for us to make some predictions. It's time for us to get serious about the games this weekend um clint last weekend we had a decent weekend uh at the at the law firm of daniel clinton locks the law firm is still making you people money so if you took daniel nice bets and you placed them down you're still coming out on top of the betnow.eu game that's right we were both hovering right around 500 for the week i am currently at 31 and 30 on the season that's over 500. You are currently at 33 and 32 on the season. That's over 500. We really need to get that margin up, though. We need to make the is gap this, larger. Is this the week we do that, Clint? Uh, Daniel, this is an ugly week, <laughs> if I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. This is an yeah. ugly, ugly week. How you feel about your slate right uh-huh. there in front of you? <laughs> my slate, tell me about people. The card. Let me tell you about my card I got in front of me. Uh, if you don't like big underdogs or big favorites i can't help you this week i got nothing for you go elsewhere close for business yeah Yeah, it's just we're not we're not dealing in that um i got a couple names on my card that i haven't seen all year I'll, i'll tease you with that one i mean i'm talking about i haven't made a bet involving said team this year Hello. I got a game. I got a game with two teams, nary a one of which I've picked in a single game to win or lose this year. Is it the so, big old the big old conglomerate of the Mac? Is that what you got betting on over no, there? There's, there's no Maction. Okay, I don't have any Maction on my card. All right. Um, listen, before we get into those nonsense games, let's talk about the game. Let's talk about the game of yep. the weekend. The Deep South's oldest rivalry. Mm. Um, Clint, this is a big deal. This is Georgia-Auburn. This is a big okay? deal, Daniel. This is, a, this is a big deal. Let me but, just start out with a quick question. Why does it not feel like a big deal? I, I was just going to ask you. I know it's a big deal. I had this game circled on the schedule uh, as possibly being a big one. Again, I'm, I'm still on record saying Auburn was going to have a down year. Uh, but I still thought it was going to be a highly anticipated game. Somehow, Auburn snuck into the top 25, which, how in the world did that happen? <laughs> just, 
I'm just saying, once again, Georgia fans, don't be the guy that tries to beat your chest about our strength of schedule. We Stop. Don't, who, cares, who cares about strength of schedule? Nobody cares about strength of schedule except UCF. Don't be UCF. Don't do okay? that. Don't try to be UCF. Just nobody cares. And so don't be the guy that tries to beat your chest and say Auburn's a top 25 team. They're not. Listen, uh, Auburn's not a top 25 you, team. You know who who is a top 25 team that should be in the top 25 ahead of Auburn? And that's my my fighting fickles should be in the top 25, and they are not. Fighting fickles are 8-1. and one. I don't know what's happening where they can't get a little love. Auburn lost to Tennessee, Clint. I just, they I just. Do you remember that day? I remember that day. You remember the day they lost It was a glorious day. It was a glory. I've never been so happy to see Tennessee win a football game in my entire life. <laughs> Uh, why this this just does not have the feel of Georgia Auburn, and it's starting to give me the heebie-jeebies, Clint. I'm gonna be totally out, I'm gonna be totally out front with you. You and it's I were starting. on record saying that Georgia Tech was more of a threat to us as we looked at it, but you're right. The the closer this comes, the more people start talking about night games and Auburn. Anytime those words are used, SEC into the season with playoff implications, I, I get a little queasy. They, they are coming in here with every intention, single-mindedly looking to ruin our season. Yep. That is the sum total of what this team wants to do. Let me ask you this question, Clint. Does Gus Malzahn like oh. Kirby Smart? Uh, are they friends? No, Daniel. Gus and Kirby don't exchange Christmas cards. They do not. No. Uh, Gus Malzahn wants to beat Kirby Smart and Georgia in this game. I'm just gonna I'm gonna say he wants to win this game more than more than the Alabama game. That's I I genuinely believe that Gus Malzahn wants to win this game more than he wants to beat Alabama in two weeks. Absolutely. Uh so so listen. Auburn I'm gonna say some things that you already know. Auburn okay. has got some some legit draft prospects. They do, especially on that D-line. Auburn has got a very talented roster top to bottom. They do. Auburn has been recruiting at a moderately high to very high level for some time. Much to our amazement, we still don't understand why, but yes, they are. Does So, all that being said, does anything about this team scare you? And if so, what? And if not, why? Uh, the Auburn Tigers are the <clears throat> single-cell amoeba, amoeba of college football. They, they just are this okay. unidentifiable thing that is. They have little phalanges coming out the side, maybe, you know, swimming along. It's kind of just kind of coasting over there. But I can't mm-hmm. tell you one identifiable thing. I think I think that old fullback who has like 10 years of eligibility who played Oklahoma in a bowl game a decade ago is still playing on the roster at Auburn. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that dude's name? Is that Cox? Gosh, what? I, I don't, is, is that his, yes, that was his name, right? Yeah, I think it's Cox. Um, I can't tell you who their threats are. I can't tell you... Uh, who's going to come down and try to stop Swift and Holyfield? Uh, I can't tell you who our biggest 
threat is as we're trying to make a game plan on defense to stop them. I can't tell you what their identity is at all, Daniel. So while I am becoming more bubble guts, I still look at them and say, bro, you just, you just a simple amoeba floating out in space. Yeah, I wouldn't say that I'm bubbleguts at all about the game. I just think I'm starting to get uneasy about how how little the game seems to matter at all. It just it's it does not feel right. There's something that feels very dirty and wrong about it. Um I have every confidence that by 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 the time Saturday night rolls around though. It's going, it's going to be there. That stadium, Clint, is going to be Ooh. on fire. Ooh, is it ever. Uh, because, Daniel, this, Daniel, this this Georgia team also wants to – I don't think we got all of our angst worked out in the SEC championship last year. I think we left more on the table than we wanted, and we want another go around at, at taking a whooping to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think this team is going to be roaring to go. I absolutely, I couldn't agree more with you. Um, I, uh, yeah. So, Gus Malzahn, by the way, speaking of, doesn't does not like Kirby Smart. Um, you know who he does like right now is the athletic director at Auburn mm-hmm. because athletic director at Auburn just wanted to go ahead and get it out on the table. Mm-hmm. Before Auburn goes one, before Auburn goes one and two in their next three games mm-hmm. against their two biggest rivals, um, he wanted to just go ahead and say, "Listen, fans, don't at me. Gus Malzahn is going to be the coach at Auburn next year," and I'm pretty sure in parentheses after that on the press release it said, "Sorry," uh, or or actually parentheses, "I'm mandated by check or our checking account." That I have to keep this in place. Remember when we signed him to $74 million? Remember we're, that? Uh, we're going to go ahead and... We got to go ahead and... Yeah. We can't we, uh, pay him that to not coach We'd go ahead and hitch our trailer to that, that horse. Our buggy is <laughs> right in line with him. Yeah. Uh, so Gus Malzahn is going to be back next year. And all God's people said amen. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so that's their coach. That's what's happening over on the plains. <laughs> Um, let's move on to our coach, mm. Clint. If you mm. had to, if you had to describe Kirby Smart's demeanor mm. this week in his press conferences mm-hmm. in one word, what would it be? One word. Uh, ideal. Perfect. I, I mean, just exactly what I want a coach to be saying. Auburn week, exactly the tone. Uh, it, it, it's almost presidential in how he speaks about football scheduling and games coming up, and in the matter of fact way he gets down to business. Daniel, it's regal. Hunt, yeah, it is very kingly. Yeah. Uh, with with the with the semi notable exception of the fact that. On Tuesday, somebody must have told him that like his favorite TV show got canceled, like right before the press conference started. Cause 
I mean, all the words coming out of his mouth were, we had a great practice. Yeah. Guys, guys yeah. were working hard and playing physical. But, man, he just looked pissed. So mad, Daniel. You know what it was? He was standing up there thinking, these pieces of crap are going to ask me about the black jerseys, aren't they? Daniel, I They're going to ask me about the damn jerseys, aren't they? I'm going to have to sit up here. My job is to coach football, and I'm going to have to sit up here like I coach at the University of Oregon, and I'm going to have to talk about what color jerseys we're wearing, aren't I? Uh, hey, listen. listen. And sure enough, he did. He did. He had to. Uh, if you're concerned with if we're going to be wearing black jerseys at a night game against Auburn, do yourself a favor. Just please, for the love of all that is holy and good. Stop what you're doing and do a, do some introspection on what your life has gotten to the point where you're concerned yeah. with the pigment of jersey maybe, that that the team maybe, is playing in. Maybe light a candle. Just sort of stare into it for for about five minutes. Is that is that how you just, do introspection, Daniel? Just well yeah, just calm your mind. Take okay. a few deep breaths. Um yeah, that's supposed to relax you, right? Light, light, staring into a candle, Daniel. My I mean, don't put your face in the candle. I'm just saying, Daniel. My what... uh, my shoulders haven't been relaxed in 20 years. <laughs> I got no idea what makes people relaxed. Gosh, I could not agree more with that um, sentiment. I listen. Just to be clear, Georgia fans, uh, I I miss the black jerseys too. I want them. I I I I wish we would wear them more. Uh, so. I don't want you to think I don't have an opinion on the black jerseys. Maybe you agree with me. Maybe you don't. I'm just saying if if that's a big deal to you, then you just need to find a bigger deal. Find that's a bigger not, deal. Because that's not – whether or not we wear them is just not a big deal. Do you know what's a big deal? SEC championships a big deal. That's a big that's deal. A, that's a big deal. Let's go win one of those. Let's go win out the next three so that we're relevant Come SEC championship yeah. time. That'd be fun. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? That'd be a fun time. Um, Clint, this game is... It's just... So, are you on record then as saying nothing about this team scares you? Auburn? Yeah. Nothing about this team scares me. Their defensive line doesn't scare you. Their quarterback doesn't scare you. Oh, I'm They're... sorry. I'm sorry, Daniel. I'm sorry. You just you just looked at me and asked me if Jared Stidham scares me, and you did so with to. a straight face. I had to. The producers no. told me we had to talk about it. <laughs> they said, "They said, listen, guys, you got to you got to talk about him." Let me hey, tell look, you something. You're not you're not McElroy on SEC Nation. Okay, you don't have to ask stupid, dumbass questions. It's okay. Let me tell you about your boy Todd McShay. <laughs> okay. Old Tom McShay, um, who famously talks on television and climbs up to the top of a crane, weirdly, earlier in the year at a football game. Did, did you, were, you, were you happen to be watching that game? Uh, what yeah, game was that? It was Missouri. It was the Missouri game. It was That's Missouri right. game. It was the, wait, it was the Georgia-Missouri game? It was Georgia-Missouri. 
Guy, I blocked that out that that was even... I thought that was just a random, like, Michigan versus Northwestern game that I was no, watching earlier I'm, in the year. I'm fairly certain it was Georgia-Missouri. No, you're right, because, you know, Missouri's got that building, that playground, that play place in there, uh, like, at the end of the field down there, and they had that big crane. Yep. Yeah, it was the, yeah, it was the Georgia-Missouri game, because he talked about Drew Locke the entire time he was climbing that. He, so. he couldn't help but try to say... Drew Luck is going to climb up draft boards as I am climbing up this ladder. God, Todd McShay, this is no pun intended, but my how you have fallen from uh, from what once was being uh, Todd McShay's uh, angry stepson. Not Todd McShay, no, from being Mel Kiper's angry stepson. Uh, to now ESPN's just got you climbing up cranes. You're a lap dog with, for ESPN, bro. Like you are a, with a mascot. Hard hat. You are a mascot for somebody else who is less talented than you are, which is amazing. But somebody in the booth is demanding you climb up a crane and you're saying, okay, where's my saying, hard hat? Where's my bright orange vest that I can put on? Okay. Todd McShay. Let me just, let me just say this to you, Clint. What's he saying? Um, He does not – He, first of all, in his top 30 draft prospects, how many Georgia players do you think he has? Oh, he only has one. He only has one. Yeah, that's, that's correct. stupid, but yes. In his top 30 draft prospects, Clint, how many Auburn players do you think he has? He's got at least two. He's got two. Yeah. He does have two. Uh, and, and which team do you think the highest rated prospect – in this game, will play for according to Todd McShay. I'm sorry. I, That's this right. Is, I'm sorry. Todd McShay. That's has, right. Oh, I just dropped a bomb on you right he, there. Okay. <laughs> Remember when we said we need an investigation at ESPN because it's beyond compromised at this point? It's something. It's something more nefarious than compromised. This proves it further that you have an Auburn player rated higher than a Georgia player. In this, this is stupid. This, this is from a list from October, okay, of this year. This it's, is from this is from very recently in season. Mm. Okay, um, the highest rated prospect to appear in this game, according to Todd McShay, is Derek Brown. No, the defensive tackle. No, at Auburn. Do you know what spot Derek Brown comes in on? Would you like to wait? Would you like to hazard a guess? I'm, uh, I'm about to drop another bomb on you. Clint. Oh my gosh! I'm about, you're not even ready for it. He's in the top ten, which is disgusting. Well, he's the highest rated prospect in this game. So, that do you care to wager hazard a guess as to what number he comes in at? Seven. <laughs> he's at number eight. Now, would you like to would you like to know where DeAndre Baker comes in? 22nd. Four, 14. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my he's got, gosh. He's got one DeAndre Baker. The DeAndre Baker. Okay? If you guys you, don't think DeAndre you, Baker is going in the top five of this NFL draft coming up, you have not been watching football. You put a definite article in front of that man's name when you let it come out of your mouth. You absolutely do. You understand what I'm saying? That's not... Mm-hmm. That's the... DeAndre Baker, mm-hmm. sir. Okay, he will make out your will for you today. Mm-hmm. Will Widow Maker? That's ask, right. 
Ask our boy Samuels. What's going on? Um, Todd McShay is apparently not a fan of DeAndre Baker. Uh, so, yeah, he's got him rated at number eight. Or he's got Derek Brown rated at number eight. He's got DeAndre Baker at 14. And then down into the 20s at, uh, I believe, 27. Yes, 27. He's got one Jarrett Stidham. He has, he has Jarrett Stidham rated at all. In the top 30. That's correct. Um, so, just to reiterate, nothing about this team scares you. Nothing. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Nothing. I couldn't agree more. Um, Auburn is... I'm sorry. Just just real quick, before we continue yeah. on, Todd McShay yeah. is now on my hit parade. Um, he is... Todd McShay, welcome. Welcome to the life of pain that I want to bring you because you are... You're just silly. Like, I, I can't even say stupid. You're just silly. You're like a small child who is playing around with other people's money at ESPN. Uh, Daniel, do you know what, what our boy Todd McShay said? About then Blaine Gabbert. Oh, Blaine. Blaine Gabbert. He said, I believe his combination of intangibles, mental makeup, and accuracy will make him the best quarterback from the 2011 class when all is said and done. Don't. Is Blaine Gabbert still still playing? Don't say that. Is that? That is can't he, be. Is he still playing? Uh, you, you certainly didn't say that. No. Uh, he also said RG3. Is to Andrew Lux one RG three is one A to Andrew Lux one. Uh, Robert Griffin the third still playing Daniel? No, Robert okay. Griffin the third broke his femur nine times <laughs> in one season, and uh, so it was like it the Wiley Coyote version of injury. He just kept going and running into things. He got an anvil dropped on him uh, at least twice, and it is tough to recover. It's tough. When you break your femur nine times. In one season. That's true. That's true. Uh, my, my favorite one also, this is the, the final one I'll say, is uh, in 2013, Todd McShay that the, said the best quarterback in the draft was one E.J. Manuel from Florida State. Oh, E.J. Manuel. E.J. Mean... Manuel. Okay. Okay. Um... Clint, let me hit you with uh, let me hit you with why why we're gonna why we're gonna dominate this game. Please do. Okay. Um, you're not scared of anything on this team, but objectively speaking, if you had to say the strongest part of this team, you would say it was what? Uh, defensive front seven. Defensive front seven. Okay. Where do you think <laughs> that this team ranks in terms of rushing defense nationally? Nationally, not even the SEC. Nationally, nationally. Uh, okay. I'll play your game. I'll play your game. So play if I was, game. thank you. I'll play your game. If I'm thinking of Auburn, I'm thinking of their historic. I'm thinking of who they play, how they want I to love play. Being patronized. Yeah. Thank you for this. This is helpful. <laughs> Daniel, I, look, I play games all day long with my kids. I'll just keep going. I'll just treat you like this you're one of my children. 
Parcheesi. This is a version of Parcheesi. This is this is Candyland. Uh, yay! You got the double purple. You get to go ahead. Yay! Um, Correct. Uh, I would say that they would have to be in the top thirty nationally, uh, easily in the top twenty-five, uh, and possibly in the top twenty. So I'd probably put them at twenty-three, twenty-two, twenty-one, something like that. Okay. Now, their front seven strength of their team. You would you would say their rushing defense. Is is a is a is an upper tier, probably a top twenty five rushing defense. Yeah. Uh, what is maybe? Well, let's put Kentucky game aside and all of mm. our optimism aside. What is the the objective weakness of our team? Uh, outside of the Kentucky game. Yeah, let's put the last week aside and our and all our good feelings. Okay. But Stopping say, the run. Yeah, rush defense. Rush defense. Right? Yes. Right. All right, just it's just curious because who, who has a higher Auburn's, ranking? Auburn's Auburn's rush defense is thirty four in the country, Oof. and Georgia's rush defense is thirty five oh. in the country. Okay, right, virtually identical to one another. Okay, so. There, so when you think about Auburn's run defense, Clint, what I'm asking you to do is think about our, our run defense. Yeah. Okay? Are you starting to get where I'm going with this? I'm getting now, where you're going. Clint, where do you think Georgia ranks nationally in terms of rushing offense? Uh, we are. We got to be gotta be in the top 10 somewhere close to that, Daniel. No? 17. No, I was. I, I'm still. I'm still all optimistic off Kentucky. I'm just watching DeAndre Swift do his thing. Still in my mind. Yeah, another couple 300 yard games, and we'll get we'll get <laughs> up in the top ten. Yeah. Um. I mean, you realize the top the top ten is like Georgia Tech, Army, Navy. You know. Like oh it's, yeah. It's yeah. 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 Get, it's yeah. tough to get into the top. You're uh, right. So, where do you think Auburn's rushing offense comes I, in, Daniel? I literally mix? cannot name the starting running back for the University of Auburn because I don't think they have one. Just it's Cadillac Williams. <laughs> Ronnie Brown and Cadillac it's Williams Cadillac. just they it's resurrected Cadillac those Williams. guys after Tampa Bay yep. ran <laughs> ran them to the ground. Ronnie um, Brown is better than Herschel Walker, Clint. I don't know if uh, you know that. But that is an objective proven fact. Look, if if you haven't learned by now, people, <laughs> Benny Snell Cadillac Williams, Ronnie Brown. You haven't learned by now. Anytime the phrase starts with better than Herschel, stop what you're doing, turn in whatever credentials you have, and walk away. You're about to hear it, Clint. It's going to be all over ESPN this weekend because Bo Jackson is coming to a TV screen near you. We're going to get to see all the graphics, and we're going to get to see all the comparisons between the two greatest running backs of all time. Never mind the fact <clears throat> that Bo Jackson is not second nope. on the all-time SEC rushing list, nor nope. is he third nope. on the all-time SEC rushing list. What do, they, what do they call those things, Daniel, that that measure somebody's success at something they that they do? They call them yards. They Thank call you. them yards. Thank That's you. That's what they call them. Ah, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're about three feet in length each. Okay. 
Uh, Auburn has the 82nd best run offense in the country. Daniel, that's that's the I, Gus bus. That's I the Gus bus for you. I couldn't get within. If I was to guess, I would have guessed top fifty. I wouldn't have even been thirty close to the neighborhood of how bad they oh, are. No, I had to. I had to click to the second page of stats yeah. in order excuse, to find them. Excuse the pause in the program as I scroll down. Yeah, as I just continue to scroll. Let me just um, Indiana, no. South Carolina. Baylor, uh, Baylor, Duke, Baylor. I'm sorry, Ball State, <laughs> New Mexico, the University of New Mexico, the Oregon Los, State, Los Lobos? Georgia State, FIU, Kent State, Northern Illinois. These are all teams safely ahead of Auburn in terms of rushing offense. Okay, so Clint. <laughs> so what you're telling I, me? Let you're me telling come me, back. You're telling me. That Auburn's best chance to win is putting it on the shoulders of Jared Stidham. Like, like that's that's objectifiably what they are attempting to do. And the strength of our team, Clint, if you had to just narrow it down to one player uh, who Todd McShay doesn't doesn't who, seem to think too highly of, but if oh, you, you had to just you mean literally the guy who takes not just half the field and shuts it off of the left the left eye of the quarterback whoever playing should just be patched irrelevant close. it's a, it's gone correct just just make him a pirate because yep. this game is not going to uh yeah clint we're going to be able to shut down the run against auburn and then clint we're going to have a field day Field with Jared Stidham. Dare, dare I say we're gonna have some some field day? With oh him. no, oh no! I see what you did there. <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh gosh, I just threw it's up so in my bad. mouth a little bit. It's so bad. <laughs> um, Clint, Elijah Holyfield oh, and DeAndre my. Swift. Nay, oh, nay. I'm sorry. Retraction. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Swift there you go. and Elijah Holyfield are going to run amok on this team. I can't imagine this game being close. Clint, can't I, imagine it being close. I mean, you would normally I this is gonna sound I I imagine fiddles being played in the back of a, the highlight film. Not because I mean, just because of how comical it's gonna be watching them run over Auburn players all day long. Like, you can't even put real music behind it because it's going to seem like out of a video game or something like that. First of all, fiddles are real music. But Stop. That, but we don't have time to get... We don't have look, time to get into that. Look. Um, Clint, the spread in this game is 14 and a half. It's Georgia minus 14 and a half. I have a simple question, and I ask it every week. Do you have a lock in this game? Yep. <laughs> oh, you can't help yourself. I can't you help just... myself. Daniel, I can't help it. It's at night. We want to we want to absolutely clean the clock of Gus Malzahn. Kirby Smart keeps it inside. I know he does cuz he's a good coach. He's not a moron like Mullen. He's not a moron like Gus. He's going to keep it in. But Kirby Smart is going to enjoy exacting pain on Gus and the Auburn Tigers. I have a lock, and it is Georgia to cover the spread. 14 points. Lock it up. My first lock of the night. Gosh. 
I want to jump on board. Come on. Come on. I do not. The 14 and a half. Now, I could just so easily see this game being a, a comfortable, never close, never in doubt, Missouri-type 14-point win. You know what I'm saying? It just, sure. It, it scares me to make it a lock when it's 14 and a half. Because I, you know, I just feel like Auburn comes out with their hair on fire. Um, sure, for a quarter. Sideways. I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lock it up. I'm not going to be peer pressured into this. I do think Georgia's going to win. I do think Georgia's going to cover. It is my prediction of what's going to happen. I'm not going to make it a lock. I will likely regret it. Uh, you so when you cruise to a better record this week than I do. You will know that that's why, because I did not have the stones yep. to lock up Georgia at night against Auburn. Daniel, would you would you take fourteen and a half against Ball State? Because because that's that yeah. she just told me has a against better Northern Illinois. Yeah, that's a better rushing attack than the number one thing Gus wants to be about. All right, Clint, I'm gonna get into the locks here. Um, and I'm going to lead with, I just can't bury the lead any longer. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is not the game I feel the strongest about, but it is the game that comes on the soonest. And it's the game that features two teams that I have not bet on all year. So I, I've just, I can't wait to get it out there. Clint on Friday night, Mm -hmm. there's a little tilt between Fresno state and Boise state. Fresno State is giving three points. Are you going to be on the right side of this, Daniel? At the blue turf, the Smurf turf of Boise State. And I am taking Fresno State. Yeah, you are. And I am locking it up. Fresno State minus three. Uh, Listen, Fresno State, boy, did we make fun of Chip Kelly earlier in the year when UCLA got beat by Fresno State. But all of a sudden, Fresno State. That's a quality loss. Kind of a good team. That I, might be the best team Chip Kelly's played all year. And I'm that, telling you right now, the, the Bulldogs ain't no good. No, Fresno State could finish first in the Pac-12 South. True or false? Uh, I, I I haven't seen the standings, but it wouldn't shock me if if the Valley rose up and defeated all those Bay Area schools. Uh, listen, Boise State is overrated at home. We know this. People, people think that home field is some sort of a something because one time, literally eleven years ago, yeah. they beat Oregon on that field, and Legarrette Blunt punched that guy in the face. You remember that? God, it's my favorite college football moment. Le- Legarrette Blunt is comes back on the field, knocks a guy out, walks off, and nobody stops him. And that was it. That was that was the end of his college football career. That was it. Like he was a senior. He got kicked <laughs> off the team. Yeah. And then now he's just he's Tom Brady's gopher, I believe. He just still <laughs> just he def- brings Tom Brady's lattes. Just deflating balls for him so that interns yeah. don't get fired. That's correct. Because uh, Legarrette said, "I ain't scared." I ain't scared. What, what a- did you did you see what I did to the last guy that questioned me? What's Roger Goodell gonna do to me? I'll just punch him right in the face. <laughs> Uh, listen, give me Fresno State minus three. Boise State's overrated at home. Fresno State is actually a good team. Uh, give me Fresno State minus three, and that's a lock. It's a I Friday night game, so go ahead and get in on that if you're listening to this. On I love that pick, Thursday Daniel. Friday. That's a great pick. 
Daniel, I can't bury the lead because I want to get him out as soon as I can because I, I'm again, guys, I got I got wild swings. I got huge underdogs and I got huge favorites. Uh, Daniel, I can't stay away from the fighting fickles. And they're giving up 14 points to South Florida. Why would you? Why, why would you stay away? Why would you? South Florida. Hey, how'd that game turn out? How'd that game turn out last week, the fighting fickles? How'd they do Ooh. against Navy? Ooh. Did they did they cover against Navy? Ooh. Daniel. It was 42 to nothing, Clint. Is Daniel. that covering? Did they cover? Daniel. Goodness gracious. They uh, they know how to play up there. Uh, also, Ohio State, how how badly do you want Fickle back on your also, coaching? Also, you got to believe that all of their wives are not being abused. I, I believe that the, at the University of Cincinnati, uh, there is not there is not a wife who is trying to hide from the head coach because he knows that the the current husband in her life is beating her and he knows about that's, it uh, i have to believe so that's it. already covering one spread right there that's i'm, I'm that's good a win in my book i'm golden uh, uh, but give me the 14 points and give me the bearcats against south florida who have turned pumpkin this year and aren't good uh and i know that the fighting fickles are going to keep on hammering until the final whistle since he given 14 lock it up let me tell you, South Florida hadn't turned into anything. South Florida ain't been good all year. They, ha- they had a good long. stretch for a little bit at the beginning of the year. I'm not saying they hadn't won games. Oh, okay. They won plenty oh, of games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. South Florida has been a fraud all year long. They have That's not true. been a good team. Um, and listen, Cincinnati minus 14. Lock it up. Yep. I'm in. I'm in. I'm You're in, in, Clint. I'm oh, on the train. I'm love on the train. I Listen, love it. I um, army 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 hurt me last week. Ooh, they did they did us dirty, Daniel, with that three point win. They escaped. Oh, they hurt Ugh. me last week, and so find I need a break. Find, find I need a, a break lady. from army. Find a new lady to take you to dance. But listen, the first the first thing I did when the lines came out this week is I just scrolled down until I found those fighting figgles. Mm-hmm. And I said I already knew they were playing South Florida because I looked at the schedule. And there was not a number in my mind that I wasn't going to click on. Yeah. That num- full disclosure, that number could have said 21. I still would have clicked on it. 100%. Um, just, I was all in. So give me Cincy minus 14 as well. We got some agreement there in the law firm. Good. Uh, Clint, I'm now going to take you on a little ride to my most confident pick oh. of the week. This is, this is the pick. Of the week after I bet on Cincinnati, mm-hmm. which was an auto click, mm-hmm. uh, and I just was perusing through the lines. Oh yeah, I got to this line and I stopped, and I rubbed my eyes, and I wiped my computer screen with my T-shirt, uh, and which, the line was still there. Which was the cleanest article of clothing in in the entire room. It was all that was all it was it was that was it those were my that, was own, it. that was my only choice i was only wearing a t-shirt at the time <laughs> the, the kids snotty sweatshirt down below was not gonna do it yeah. it wasn't gonna cut no, it was not gonna work uh and i know i couldn't help but notice that ohio state was only giving four points to michigan state clint now look ohio state 
Are they good? Uh, no. I, I don't know. No. I don't think they are. Um, Michigan State, though? Are they good? No. No, they're not good. Um, Ohio State is just due. Okay? They came out and they they looked bad against Nebraska last week. And I really thought they were going to look better last week. I almost bet on last week, but I didn't. Uh, and now after almost betting on them, but not betting on them and watching them not cover against mm-hmm. Nebraska, I've just decided for whatever reason, this is the week. This is the week that Ohio State f- figures it out. This is the week that Haskins, Put up or shut up, people. Haskins throws for some yards. I just really believe that Ohio State is going to come out and play extremely inspired mm-hmm. because... I think the later they get in that season, the more they are starting to see that Michigan game. And oh, they're well. starting to see it as as this big opportunity in front of them. I think they're only going to continue to get better. And I don't, just don't think Michigan State's going to be able to, to score on Ohio no. State's poor defense. So I think Ohio way, State will find a way to make some points. Talk about a bad defense. My goodness, Ohio State, where, like... Where have you gone? You used to have some players somewhere, didn't you? They got nothing. Yeah, the yeah, the I mean they had a player and he he got an injury and then quit the team yeah. so he could prepare for the draft. And that's what, <laughs> by that's the what way, happened. By the way, the Bosa family, I think I think I'm pretty sure their uncle, their dad, big brother and now little brother all have the same thing. They were supposed to be good, they got hurt and then they never played again. I think is how the Bosa name that's loosely translated in the Gaelic. It means mm-hmm. I cry about money and injuries and then I leave forever. It's mm-hmm. how it's loosely translated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my understanding. Now, correct me if I'm wrong on this, Glenn. It's my understanding that JJ Watt just went into a laboratory, donated sperm, and they mutated that sperm and formed all the Bosa children. Is that, is, is that, that actually is that, is that how accurate? it worked? I uh, believe, I believe that's what happened. I I don't know. I don't know what mutated sperm means. I don't believe they have a mother. I just okay. believe that that was <laughs> that they are just. That's what it means. Okay. They were created from the genetic material of JJ Watt, and um, some some Russian scientists made them. Yeah, but I could be wrong about that. I don't know. Would somebody check? Somebody check with Urban Meyer this week at his press conference. If you could ask that question, that would be great. <laughs> That'd be me. fantastic. Um, uh, give I me Ohio State minus four. I don't want to dwell on this too long because it makes me sick. It makes me gross. It makes me feel like I'm I'm not a person. But uh, lock up, lock up Ohio State in the three and a half they're given. Give it to me as a lock, and let's move on. I don't want to talk about it. Come on board, Clint. I I don't want to, Daniel. The water's fine. I don't I don't want to. I'm scared. Look, look, Ohio State's gonna cover in this game. That's they just, are. that's all there is to it. They this are. is as confident as I've been in a lock in quite some time. So yep. oh, this is this is Georgia Kentucky confidence that Hello. I'm going into this game with. So um, all, right. all right, what else you got on the card? All right. Uh, by the way, that three and a half points is the closest game I have on my card. Uh, 
I'm going to another. I'm going to swing. I gave you Cincinnati at 14, given 14. I'm going to take a team that is getting 24 points, Daniel. Oh, big dog. Big dog. Big, let the big dog eat. Let him let eat, the... Daniel. I don't know if you saw Oregon State last week against Colorado. Clint, I've told you this before I know. on this podcast. Let <laughs> me break it down for you again. <laughs> I keep Nobody trying. saw Oregon State <laughs> Somebody, play Somebody needs to go back ever. and... And see what my record. I think I've picked Oregon State now twice, and I think I'm one and one. Um, but I just, I, look, there's not a dang person in this country that has witnessed Oregon State play football <laughs> this year. Uh, Does Jacquez Rogers still play for them? Is Brandon is Cook that, still out there catching balls? Is that, is that who? Is he still over there? Because if not, is, is not. that gangly old quarterback still? Yeah, still throwing passes. McMahon or Mannion or whatever his name is. Uh, no, look, Oregon State's getting 24 points against Stanford, Daniel. Ooh, you know how much I like that. Is Stanford a good team, Daniel? No, we nope. like to fade Stanford. We fade Stanford big here, uh, rightly so, too. And I'm getting Oregon State, who showed some life last week, come from behind win on the road at Colorado. Give me Oregon State plus 24 against Stanford. I love it. I love it. I did not even see that game. I think it's because I my computer knows not even to show me Oregon State numbers because they know it knows I'm not interested. It's like a filter that's automatically set on there. <laughs> just um, a blurred part of the screen. Just yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. Um, uh, I'm gonna go to you gave a big dog, Clint. I'm gonna give a big dog. Okay. It's time to let the big dog eat. All right. Bring him out, Daniel. Where the money's I'm at. With, I'm going with a legit big dog, though. Oh. I'm talking about, I'm talking about a college game day big dog. All right, I'm talking about a college football playoff big dog. Daniel, you give me the Boston College Eagles plus their 21 points, and you give them to me right now against Clemson. Clemson ain't covering no 21 against BC. That's not going to happen. Listen, BC is a grind out the game, control the clock, run the ball type of team. Yep. They are going to get first downs. They are going to milk the clock. BC has a solid defense. Okay? This ain't no Louisville, Clint. Oh, man. This ain't. You cannot. Listen, when a team plays Louisville, you throw it out immediately. It's a Division II school. You do not factor it in. To your decision, whatsoever. Now look, has Clemson been has Clemson been blowing up the spread lately? Yes, yep. they have. Seventy-seven points that? last week, Daniel. Oof. They have they have won by an average margin of victory of like over forty in their last four games. That's their average margin of victory. You know what that tells me? This spread is inf- is this spread is as inflated as all get out. Yeah. Okay. People love to bet the favorites. People love to bet the college football playoff teams. People love to bet Clemson. People assume Clemson is just going to go and roll. Listen, you do not go to Chestnut Hill, New Massachusetts. Come on. And win a game by three tutties over the BC Eagles. Steve Adazio will personally rip you apart before he allows that to happen. BC plus 21. Give it to me. Lock it up. Uh, Daniel, uh, I I almost gave them out earlier because I like the spread so much. Give me the huge dog. And you're right. Like, 
if you're looking at this game, uh, put a couple bucks on the money line for BC because Ooh, I don't know nothing about that. No, no, no. Put a couple Ooh. bucks Ooh. if if Clemson's gonna lose. If you think Clemson's gonna go into the playoffs undefeated, then okay, what's, whatever. What's that money line sitting at right now? Let's find out, Daniel. Because Let's find out. You keep talking. I'll. I'll, I'll okay, type. you look at that. Uh, but I'm telling you right now. Uh, this is the game. This is the type of game where Clemson goes in uh, and and doesn't come out looking good. I don't think, especially by twenty one points. Like that's just gross amount. I'm locking up BC as well. Uh, everything you said. Agreement there. Yep. Got some agreement there. How many games are we agreeing on so far? Just just Cincinnati uh, and BC now. No, Cincy, Ohio State, BC. We got three. Ooh wee! I don't like it, Daniel. That money line is plus 805, Clint. Give <laughs> me that now. I'm okay. Look, look. Listen, they ain't winning that game, but look. But plus 805. That's a ton of juice. That's a lot of juice. That's a ton of juice, guys. Uh, that's a home team. Home team getting 21 that's a to begin with. Ranked team. Uh, uh, BC's home? in the top 20, are they not? Are they like 17, 18, something they like that? They are, but come on. That's a uh, joke. Hey, well, That's a joke. Look, look, Auburn's 24, so clearly the whole thing is a joke. I get that. What I'm it's saying is Boston College is a actual opponent. That's what I'm saying. I, it's not It's not your best friend's little brother that you're playing pickup yeah. basketball with, okay? Uh, all right. That's all I'm saying. All right, uh, my next game... Yeah. My next game, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, just from the outset, and this might seem weird for in the game that I'm giving out as a lock. I'm on the wrong side of this game, Clint. This well, is then, a cry well, for help. Daniel, why, why? Okay, let me help you. Stop. Just this is this is a cry for help. So let the record state: I tried to stop Daniel. It didn't work. So Daniel, what is your lock? Here's my lock. Uh, give me Texas minus two. You, you are stupid, Daniel. You are <laughs> stupid. I I can't help you. No. No, here's the thing. No. Here's the thing. Texas no. Tech inflation is real. Texas is not the team that Oklahoma is. Texas Tech is not going to be able to play the type of game that they want to play like Oklahoma let them play. Namely, the type of game where the other team doesn't play defense at all because that's Oklahoma's type of game. That's also Texas Tech's type of game. That's why Texas Tech almost beat slash maybe would have beaten if that quarterback didn't get hurt would have beaten Oklahoma last week Texas is a totally different team let me ask you this Clint who's better Texas or Oklahoma well they played earlier so you probably should say Texas Texas as much as it pains me to say Oklahoma went to Texas Tech and won yeah handily Texas is giving two to Texas Tech Texas is more physical. They're going to control the clock. They're going to stop Texas Tech on offense, which is something Oklahoma didn't do at all. New. And they're going to win this game. I feel great about it. I feel great about it, guys. No. No. I feel great. No. Texas minus two. Lock it up. Look, sometimes you try to help friends, and friends don't want help sometimes, people. You still got to be their friends. You still got to be there for them. You still gotta you gotta help them out of their bad decisions, and I'm gonna stick with Daniel on this one. But this is stupid. This ain't, this ain't a counseling podcast, Glenn. This is a podcast <laughs> about how Texas is gonna beat Texas Tech <laughs> yeah. by more than two. By more than two. Uh, we don't we don't care again. We don't do feelings here, people, uh, or anywhere else. So 
uh, yeah. shove off, go somewhere else. Uh, we do tension in the shoulders. That's, <laughs> we, what we that's what we do. We do walking around just like coal in a in a freaking cave somewhere. We're dark and dreary. Uh, Daniel, this next one I got. I don't know how this team is getting double digits. I know Iowa's good, but what's Northwestern getting 11 points for? I have no idea. I look, Ohio Ohio's a good team. Or Iowa's a good team. Iowa's a great team. I get that. Mm-hmm. I was thinking Ohio State. They're a good team. But Northwestern's a good team as well, Daniel. They got some players on that side are of they? the field. They are, Daniel. <laughs> they are. They're a competitive team and they're getting eleven points. Look, I have no idea what Iowa's trying to do in life. I I, I don't know. I don't what, know what anybody in the Big Ten's trying to do in life. Especially I just, not over on that side. No, that's what I mean. It's just I Iowa is not a big giant. They're not a big killer. Northwestern is not a great team, but they're a, a competent team, and they're getting 11 points. Give me Northwestern. Is that the leaders or the legends division? Over uh, there? We're all losers in that debate, do you remember, Daniel. Do you remember when they called them that? Gosh. Remember when they came out with that like press release, and they were so proud of themselves? They, they came so out happy. So, just like a kid bringing home a report card in third grade. So, so pleased with, with themselves. Listen, I made, a, I made a vow to myself, to my family, that I'm not, ta- I'm not betting on Northwestern. I'm not taking a game with Northwestern in it for the rest but, of the year. So. But, but, Daniel, that's because that's you were on the wrong side of that bet last time you made it. I understand, and I'm not doing it again. But you know who was on the right side of the bet, Daniel? This guy. <laughs> yeah. I was. Hey, so Good luck to you. Thank you. I, I'll take it. Godspeed. Yeah. Uh, all right, I got two more, uh, and they're both favorites. And, um, yeah, this is the first one I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you Texas A&M. Minus 12 against Old Miss. Uh, listen, Ole Miss bad. They they okay. they stink, guys. Smell them. It's it's bo. I made money on Ole Miss being bad several times this year. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas A and M beat Auburn last week. They beat them. Okay, I don't care what the scoreboard said. They beat them. Well, they beat them, Clint. Okay, but but you know they didn't, right, Daniel? <laughs> They had twice as many first downs as Auburn in the game. They had okay. more. They had like a hundred more yards than Auburn in the game. Uh, that idiot quarterback threw an interception at oh. the end of the game, uh, and with about five minutes left to go in the game, and all of a sudden it just went snowball on them. But listen, Texas A and M is a better team than they are getting credit for right now. Two touchdowns, it's less true. than two touchdowns against Ole Miss is absolutely laughable. Okay, uh, when a decent defense plays Ole Miss, they don't put up insane numbers. Okay, no. just a decent defense. Anybody with a pulse? A&M, Texas A&M has a better than decent defense. So give me the Aggies minus twelve against Ole Miss. Uh, Daniel, I I like this bet a lot because I think Texas A&M is going to cover. But there is not a team that I know. That's as schizophrenic during the season so far as A and M. They have had some good games and some just outright stinkers, which is which gives me pause. Which is why I can't go with you. But I do like the bet. I, Old Miss is just the worst of us all. Uh, Dan- 
That's a bad team. Speaking of bad teams, I don't know how, I don't know how this team. I love who Notre Dame is playing this week, Daniel. They're playing Florida State. Florida State. You went there. Oh, I went there. I just I was hunting and pecking, and I just said, <laughs> "Who's the worst that I could find?" Mm-hmm. I found mm-hmm. them. They mm-hmm. played and then down. What did you do? And then I said, mm, "Who are they playing?" Oh, a, a ranked team. Now Daniel mm-hmm. is on record as saying Notre Dame's going to blow it. They're just going to trip over themselves. They're going to fall down, and they're going to they they can't help themselves. The Fighting Irish. Notre Dame's just, not Notre Dame's not going undefeated. People, just stop it. Stop it. They're not. He he thinks somewhere along the way they're going to get tripped up. USC is looming on the horizon for him. That stupid traditional game against Notre Dame and USC that was relevant maybe 20 years ago or something like that. I don't know. Not even. Uh, by the way, real quick, uh, it's because I was talking about USC and Notre Dame. And, uh, Daniel, in your in your periphery, if you want to talk about stupid people of the week, uh, we have a radio show out here on the West Coast by a couple of Homer – Pac-12 guys that are bemoaning the fact that Georgia and Alabama are ranked in the top six because of that famous SEC bias. Uh-huh. And they're so pissed that Washington State uh-huh. isn't higher than eight, uh-huh. Daniel. Uh, uh-huh. Because, because I don't know if you know this, USC is a darn good program, Daniel. Hello. That's what... That's what they're thinking to themselves. USC, Cal, UCLA, Stanford. These are legitimate national powerhouses. Hmm. In what? I I don't know. Swimming? Aquatics? I I have no idea. Rugby team is out there, but it's not. It's not football. It's not football, people. Uh, Anyway, Notre Dame is giving eighteen points to what I consider to be the bottom feeder of. All college football, and that's Florida State. They are they are so bad. They are so horribly coached. The talent level is nil, especially on offensive line. You want to see a group of five men care less about their job? Look at Florida State's <laughs> offensive line. Try to pass protect. They they just want to pack it. In. They want to mail it in faster than anybody else. Uh, Notre Dame's going to steamroll this game. It might be twenty five points they win by. Give me Notre Dame. Give you Notre Dame, he says. I really thought you were going to take Florida State right there. <laughs> no. I really did. Daniel. I really did. The, eight, the 18? No. No. No, this, this is you, a fight and fickle style here. Let me tell you this, Clint. You remember the juice I told you on the uh, BC money line? What's, what's the money? Was? Uh, 870. Uh-huh. Uh, the Florida State money line is plus 675. It's 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 way less juice on Florida State than you can get on BC. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That something okay. That makes me feel real uneasy about something going on. That somebody somebody thinks somebody knows a thing or two. Florida State might win this game. Oh jeez. I mean, uh, you got any more locks? Is that your last one? These are my locks. That's it. I'm done. You got one more. One more. I got one more. I'm going out to Pac-12 Homerville, and listen, I'm saying Washington State's gonna gonna ride. Give me Washington State minus six and a half at Colorado. That's less than a tutty. That's Washington State. 
they're going to remain perfect until the Apple Cup, hashtag worst, worst name of a rivalry game in the history of sport. Uh, Washington State is going to remain uh, unblemished, except for USC, uh, until the Apple Cup, in which at which point they will lose to Washington. But that means they beat Colorado, and they beat them pretty handily. Uh, I don't have any respect for Colorado. They've, well, they've and, lost respect, Daniel. They don't deserve it. And Washington it State's quarterback um, has got some... Has got some barbecue sauce left in his mustache from that Oregon win, and so he is. He's just been slurping on that all week and feeling pretty good about himself. So give me Washington State minus six and a half. I mean, if you could have handpicked a grad transfer to pair with the pirate up there, Mike Leach, this kid Minshew at Washington State is the ideal mustard to ketchup on a on a hot dog. Now this is, is similar. This is similar to my JJ Watt take. Uh, so I'm not a hundred percent on this. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, is it is it true that he was a grad transfer from being the mascot at the University of New Mexico? Is that where he was before this on Scully? Uh, he he was he was definitely roping those those little bucks and steers down there for the fighting lobos yep. down in uh, down in Rodeoville. Cowboy Land, that guy is Yosemite Sam of quarterbacks. Gosh, love it! I love it so much. Um, all right, those are our locks. Um, get out there, play some wagers. Go to betnow.eu. Clint, before the games on Saturday, there's a little Friday night action. I'm not going to be able to watch Fresno State, Boise State because I'm going to be tuned in to Georgia basketball. Hello. Georgia basketball season kicks off against Savannah State. Clint, you got a quick scouting report on Savannah State for us. You've been watching a lot of film. Uh, Savannah State. State, this just in, does not play on the West Coast. And this is as much as I know about Savannah State. That's correct. So Savannah, Georgia, for those of you that are geographically impaired, Georgia not on the West Coast. Um, uh, Clint, give me, one, give me one prediction, bold or otherwise, from the, our, our basketball season opener. Uh, we will have under 15 turnovers this game. Gosh, on the one hand, it's Savannah State. Uh-huh. So, but on the but my, on the other, my God, how could we not? And yet, on the other hand, if you gave me a wage, if you gave me a line on that, I would probably take the over. You would, I know. <laughs> uh, I, but I think I think this game, I think we start off well. I think the guys come out, Chris. My other take is that Crump is going to continue. Uh, some sure shooting, and we keep the ball under control. We do well. Uh, I think Crump uh, might be our leading scorer this game. I think we're gonna score. I think we're gonna score ninety this game. I think we're. I think we're gonna score ninety points this game. I think. I think it's gonna be fast. It's gonna be loose. We're gonna get to see a lot of yeah. guys play. I think we're going to know just as little about our team after this game as we know right now, but. It's a game. It's a regular season game. That's, it counts that's in the win-loss record column. <laughs> does count in the standings. Won't help our RPI very no. much, but it does count in the standings. All right. Um, get over to betnow.eu. Enter the code DOGS100. Yep. Uh, they will match every dollar of your deposit. You put on all that money on these bets that we have given you, except for the ones that were wrong, and then you'll win lots of money. 
Yep. Uh, Daniel, you you actually you said you needed you need a little bit of time to come at some people. I can't do that this week. You I can't, can't do it. I just okay. can't. I can't. I'm not emotionally. I'm not emotionally ready. I just just know, Georgia fans. I'm. 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 There's one. There's a take in the hopper, and it's marinating right now. And oh. it just. I've. I've done a little bit of math. And I just can't with the idiocy anymore. I just can't. Look, I can't. Look, if you can't guys be tolerated, if you guys don't know anything about Daniel, when when he's doing math and he's coming out happy about it, you you know there's a hot spicy take coming out because they're just something something just, brewing. Sometimes, yeah. So Mon- Monday's episode, mm, just, can't wait. Just be ready for it. Can't Enjoy wait. the Auburn game. Georgia fans enjoy hating Auburn. Enjoy watching them walk miserably back to their cars from Sanford Stadium in the mm, early third quarter. You're you're assuming you're assuming they have legal precedent to drive those cars, Daniel. Mm. Their permission has been revoked long ago. That is true. That is true. In Alabama, you probably get one extra DUI. No, oh, everybody starts with one. Everybody starts with one on their on their record when you're born in Alabama. You just assume DUI. That's that's right. DUI by by proxy by birth. Uh, all right. Enjoy the Auburn game. We will be back on Monday. We'll talk to you then. See ya.